Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with my friend and co-host, Dale Lolly, breaking things down for you on your Pittsburgh Steelers, getting you ready for some Sunday night football as they take on the Seattle Seahawks at Heinz Field this Sunday night. Dale, how you doing, my man, going through all this week? Uh, I'm doing. You know, we'll see how the uh, Steelers get through this week, but, uh, you know, it's uh, they're getting healthier, which is a big deal. Uh, we'll see, uh, you know, if they, if they can – be relatively healthy going into their bye, that would be a good thing, right? Would be a good thing. And I, I wanted to talk to you about the balance of that offense because there's a there's a lot of rockiness to how this offense was ever going to find balance, even back into week one. We talked about the run game, the offensive line, and Ben Roethlisberger, and then the struggles they've had, and now Juju Smith-Schuster is most likely out for the season, and we're talking about Zach Banner coming back in, but the offensive line just had its best performance of the year. There's a lot of different things that go into just the day-to-day, hey, what do we got to do with this offense to, to make it the, the formula building for? But my thing is, Dale, when you don't have the set offense that has like, you know, three pro bowlers on its offensive line, the best receiver in football, the best running back in football, a franchise legendary quarterback in his prime, like they were back in 2016, 2017 in those years, sometimes you do got to go week to week and just figuring out, hey, who's the hot hand? Who's doing well? What do we want to base ourselves in? And, and, and what are the trends that our team is going through? That's just something you got to do, right? Or, or, or is that me being way too short-sighted about the situation? Well, I, I think what they want to be is a team that is centered around running back Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the long and short of it. I mean, yeah, you have, you have weapons on the outside. Um, yeah, you'd like to use those. But as we heard over the throughout the, the offseason, you know, for, starting with with uh, Mike Tallman after at the end of last year, then, you know, Art Rooney, Kevin Colbert, we've got to run the football better. Well, you know, they, they spent a first round draft pick on Najee Harris. So, um, you know, they, they it finally came to some fruition last week. They finally went to the run and stuck with the run, uh, not just running it on first down. I think they ran on 14 of their 19 first downs in the game, which is ridiculous so it shows you know that that they didn't care if if Denver knew it was coming or not they were going to do it 
But then they also followed that up by running on second down a lot of the times too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was a much bigger commitment to it. Uh, You know, that's kind of what you have to do if you want to run the football. You can't run the football better by not running the football. Right. Uh, That was the problem in in the first month of the season. Well, I think they found maybe a little bit of a recipe last week. Hey, we're going to run the football and we don't care if if you stop it every once in a while. And I think, you know, Denver only had uh, one, one, tackle for a loss on Najee Harris. Mm. Uh, the others were all on Kalen Balazs and Benny Snell. Um, but, you know, they, they just said, we're going to run the football here. We're going to, you know, he, Harris had 23 carries and he barely played in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, he was on pace for a 30 carry game. Is that too much? I know a lot of fans look at it and say, well, that's, you know, he's carrying too heavy a workload. He's playing too many snaps, all that kind of stuff. He's built for that. Yeah. You know, he's built to be a feature back in the NFL. He's built to be a guy who handles a heavy workload and he just keeps getting better. I wrote about it today Mm -hmm. on the website. Uh, You know, he's 10th in the league in total yards. He's 14th overall in rushing. And he basically did very little in the first month of the season until last week. You know, his, his high his season high total before last week was 64 yards. We nearly doubled that last week. Mm-hmm. So that's what they want to be. He's, he's in a, an adept pass catcher. You, you know, people say, well, how do you replace Juju Smith-Schuster? Well, <laughs> you, it you just so it happens. Right. We drafted yeah. this guy. <laughs> you, you run the football a little bit more and, and you also use him more as a receiver. You know, you mentioned Zach Banner coming back. I, I'm more in, you know inclined to think that, that maybe even you might see, Anthony McFarland be a bigger get back mm. than, than Zach Banner. They've got linemen. Yeah. What they don't have right now is, is a complimentary back to Najee Harris. They don't. Uh, Kalen Balazs and Benny Snow, when they were in there, they're not they, it. They, they just looked, they looked like they weren't going to contribute a single thing. Anthony McFarland, if nothing else, is a speed boost in this. He's, not, he's nothing like the other guys. Yeah. And as we saw in training camp, Chris, uh, you know, they, they had a plan coming into this season to use both of those guys on the field together. Mm. Saw that quite a bit in training mm. camp, you know, formations with, with both Harris and McFarland on the field. Uh, you can put Anthony McFarland in the slot and use him as that jet sweep guy. You can put Anthony McFarland in the backfield and now split Najee Harris out and put him in the slot mm-hmm. and create some issues for defenses. It's all about stressing a defense. I don't, I don't care how you get it done in terms of, of, you know, scoring points and winning football games, just that you find a way to get it done. That's all that right. really matters. And, and and again, you don't care how you get it done. It can come from several different spots. Like a lot of people look at the Juju injury and say, oh, James Washington, he could be the guy. Well, you got to remember also they drafted Pat Fryermuth. And yes, he hasn't been a major target so far. Um, you know, Eric Ebron's in the fold, but he's seeing even less snaps than Zach Gentry in some games. But I wanted to get your thoughts how much can the tight ends be counted on in this situation to say, and again, not saying like one of them is going to get 10 targets in a game, but to take away, Hey, like, Hey, Juju was a middle of the field kind of guy for Ben Roethlisberger tight ends normally line up in the middle of the field. Is that something that you think can add to this balance? That's figuring out what this offense is going to be for the rest of the season. Yeah. And, and I think where they really, you know, might miss Juju the most, I mean, they can, they can replicate the, the rest of that stuff, the mm-hmm. catches and mm-hmm. the, the physicality over the middle with the tight ends, as you mentioned, with the running backs, that kind of stuff. But as an extra blocker, yeah, uh, you know, that's, that's the one that, you know, Chase Claypool coming out of college, uh, you know, you watched the college tape and you saw him 
blocking, you know, college defensive backs into the, you know, th- through the end zone and things of that nature. Well, where's that been at? Yeah. I want to see him develop as a blocker. You know, mm-hmm. I think that the gauntlet has kind of been laid down here. Like, look, first play of the game last week, as I laid out earlier this earlier this week on the site, you see Juju and on the wing and then leading Najee Harris through the hole. Yeah. How many receivers do that? Not many. Not many. Um, and that's all about desire and want to. And, and Matt Canada addressed that uh, when we talked to him on Thursday. He said, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times when, when we'd come up with something like that, uh, Juju would just say, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. You know, I'll, wow. I'll, I'll block that guy. I'll do this. I'll do that. That's where you, you maybe miss him. We'll see how much that's rubbed off on the other guys. Uh, you know, they need to, to step up. Uh, again, Clay Claypool is a guy that's six foot four, 238 pounds. He has pounds. the build. He can, he has, he should be <laughs> a, a blocker. Um, you know, I, I realize he's dealing with a hamstring issue. Um, but you know, the, the, the time is to step up there. You know, you need to win games as Keith Butler said on Thursday. Uh, it's not hard to sell these guys on getting up for this game, regardless of who's at quarterback because right. we're two and three. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're, it's not like we're five and one or anything like that, you know, when you're a two and three football team, you have to do what's necessary to win football games. No, I agree. And that's, that's where I think that, you know, the the sense of urgency definitely is going to be there for the Steelers. And and again, to your point, because I know some people are probably thinking like if they read Carter's classroom, one of the plays that I featured on Najee Harris's 18 yard run against the Broncos, there was a play where Cody white, you know, kind of turned up out of the bunch formation, blocked the guy in the hole, even knocked him over. And it opened up a scene for Najee Harris. Why they like that kid. It's why they like him. Cause he had a big drop later in the game. It was just like, yeah. Oh, but he's, man. A, he's a dirty work kind of guy. And, and, you know, and, he, he comes out of Michigan state. They didn't throw the ball a lot. He didn't have a bunch of college stats. Uh, but he's a dirty work kind of guy and guys like that will have a role with this team. Right. And, and that's the thing, like you can be the, not the best out of your breaks and you can have the, maybe not the shortest hands, but if you help on special teams and you block in the run game, they're going to find ways to use you. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see how, and again, Mike Tomlin, whenever we talk to Dale, you know, he has his catchphrases and one of them is I love One of the terms I love is like the division of labor and how we use it and we, and how they deploy their guys. That's the kind of stuff that, that goes into it is that Juju would give you the slot route runner that could break open in the middle of the field and give you that but he also gave you the guys you can line up in a bunch formation say hey your assignment this play is to crush that linebacker and he would go crush that linebacker and that was something he did now with cody white it's like okay you can do the crush a linebacker role but might not trust you to be ben's like you know security blanket on this on this third down play so that's part of the equation that matt canada ben roethlisberger mike tomlin all those guys have to sit down and say okay who are our guys that we realign in these situations? But that I think is going to be a lot of the fun watching this team and seeing how they want to use this offense. And again, could be a week to week basis. It's like, Hey, one week, we think it's going to be this guy based on this matchup. Maybe Ray McLeod, he's too quick for this guy. Or maybe like, you know what? The guy in their slot, he's going to be quicker. Let's get a bigger guy, Chase Claypool, James Washington, get guys like that over the middle. I really think that we could be looking at a, a situation with the Steelers offense where it's more like, based off per matchup than necessarily saying, you know what, because we have this one guy we trust, we're going to give him all these roles. Yeah. I mean, necessity is the mother of invention and uh, you know, the Steelers are in a situation where they, they need us to be a little more inventive. So we'll see where that goes. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. It's our picks week six. We're going to get it in here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. Chris Carter here with Dale Lolly. Stay tuned. Be right back. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with Dale Lolly. Continuing our show here. Remember, if you're listening to the show and you're enjoying it, please subscribe to the DKPittsburghSports.com's podcast platform. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted. You don't just get this show, but you get my H2P podcast. You get um, you get all the DK Daily Shots. You get the Yin's Hers podcast, uh, the, the, um, uh, the Mad Chad and Eddie podcast, uh, the Around the 412 podcast. You get all the great content that we produce daily on this network so and it's all for free right to your mobile device or your 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 laptop let's get into the picks here dale now dale i I, we we all we always talk trash every week i have no idea who we picked last week anymore (laughs) like it's just it runs week to week and i'm like all i know is that i won yeah yeah, exactly you say that and i'm like i won and then we're gonna actually i i know i got i did um you know i do some picks in the uh for the observer reporter still okay uh and I was five and zero in those picks. So, oh great! So because you're five and zero in those picks, you have no idea if those are the picks that we had exactly the same. You definitely beat me. I know I took the Chargers over the. Uh... <laughs> I did too. We both took the Chargers. Um, you took the Bengals though. Uh, I took the Bengals. You took the Bengals over the Packers, yeah. I did not. Now nah, see now you like. <laughs> see, I was like, who did the Bengals even play? And I looked at the and I was like, no. No, see, see, this is why you can't be trusted because you say say things like this. Anyways, anyways, I, I hope someone out there is tracking this because I have I have not had the time to to tally all of our picks. But if you listen to these, this is how you feel how we actually come out on our picks. All right. First, let's get the uh, irrelevant game of the week out, out of here. It's South Florida just going at it. Jacksonville at my or Miami at Jacksonville. Who cares? I'm picking the Dolphins just because. Ah, that's an interesting one uh, because Jacoby Brissett's been messing. He's, he's had some injury issues uh, with a hamstring. Tua Tagliavola uh, is not ready to come back yet. Um, I think Xavier Howard is also potentially out of this game. I'm going to take a stunner here. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer gets his break, first win. They break their 20-game losing streak and win a game. Jeez. I'm going with I'm going with the Jaguars. 20 games. James Robinson gives them a running game. He does. I, I do like James Robinson. I said they're in a better place right now than the Dolphins are. They just are. Like John Gruden took all the pressure off of Urban Meyer. <laughs> Am I, I wrong? Urban Meyer's like, thank you, John Gruden. Please. Am I wrong? Like nobody's talking about Urban Meyer anymore. <laughs> like the whole city. And it couldn't have come in a prayer. Just last week, we were talking, man, that situation at the bar and he didn't fly back with the team. And this is a disgrace. And should Shad Khan fire this guy now? And now it's all about John Gruden and his emails and all the things. Oh, my goodness. You know what? That's kind of funny. I, 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 I'm sticking with the Dolphins, but that would be so funny for them to win and just be and reminded me. See, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Don't fire me. <laughs> Oh, man, that, that the way the NFL works sometimes, man. Anyways, this is a potential game of the week matchup right here. Four and one Chargers at four and one Ravens. 
I'm going with the Chargers again. I know they gave a lot of points to the Browns, but I just the Ravens have been winning on some very emotional, very down. Been some fluky teams. stuff, right? And, and hey, but sometimes you know, luck is just preparation meeting opportunity. Oftentimes, they've come through in the, those moments. I just think the Chargers are going, going to have their week where it doesn't all roll in the Ravens' favor. Yeah, I like the Chargers in this one as well. Uh, their secondary won't give up the passing yards that uh, you saw them uh, the, the the Ravens uh, get last week against Indianapolis. And don't forget the Colts. Uh, the Colts took them to overtime. The Ravens had the had a furious comeback in that one. Uh, they got a little banged up as well. I, I like the Chargers. Moving along, two and three Vikings at three and two Panthers. Panthers suffered a tough loss last week. Every, there's a lot of people trying to buy in on Sam Darnold real early, Dale. I'm not buying in on Sam Darnold, but I do think the Panthers can win this game. Yeah, I think their defense uh, handles that one. And, uh, you know, the, the who plays running back this week for the uh, for the Vikings? I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Calvin Cook might be back, but it's just – it's tough. I have him in a fantasy league, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with the I'm going with Carolina. Yeah, we're on the same page there. Packers at Bears, four and one at three and two. Bears had an upset last week over the Raiders in the middle of all that catastrophe. Um, I don't think the Bears repeat it though. The Packers win, but I do think the Bears are on the way to showing you, Dale, that you were getting way too down on them way too early. They've got three of their five wins this year. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. Yeah, that, that, that was more about the Raiders reverting to Raiderism last week than anything else. Um, uh, I'm I'm going with the pack. Right, same here. Bengals at Lions. Now three and two Bengals at zero and five Lions. Bengals they suffered a, t- a tough loss at the Packers' hand last week. Part of me wants to go with Detroit, man, just because they've been on the cusp. Uh, what's his face? Dan Campbell was crying at his post at his post game the other week, and, and it was he was like, I you know I saw I see how much work these guys put in. And I'm just, and they've been so close so many times. I'm going with, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm going with the Lions. They've come so close so many times. The Bengals are a much better team, but I just think something weird's going to happen in this game. Detroit's going to get their first win, and Dan Campbell's going to cry again with tears of joy in the postgame press conference. Yeah, you you can have fun with that. I'm taking the Bengals. <laughs> uh, you know, in, in a fight between Bengals and Lions, the Bengal Tiger is a much bigger. Oh, that's so. that. that that's where you're going with this. <laughs> uh, that's where I'm going with this one. They're just a better team. National Ge- National Ge- Geographic. That's how Dale uh, is picking this, this game. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I agree. The Bengals are a better team. I just sometimes I feel like it's some. The Lions are the Lions are going to beat somebody. I just don't see it being this week. I feel you. I feel you. So uh, you have the Jaguars. I have the Dolphins. You have the you have the Bengals. I have the Lions. Texans and Colts, ugh, another game we don't care about. Um, I'm going with the Colts. They were close last week. I feel like they'll be, they they won't have to deal with Lamar Jackson just throwing to Marquise Brown this week. Yeah, I wonder how healthy that secondary is for the Colts is because true? they they finished. They were pulling people out of the stands to play. Really yeah, they're pulling Ravens fans out of the stands <laughs> to play in that final game. That's how uh, they came five, back. A couple drives. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I got to go with the Colts. I mean, I, I think they'll they'll eat up that defense. My man. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to run yeah. wild in that game all over your football team. 
My football. How are the Texans my football team? When did that? No, happen? we're we're playing this week, pal. Oh, You're getting your butt kicked right. this week. That's right. I'm getting my butt kicked. Listen, I'm missing Russell Wilson and Saquon Barkley. We Wah. still go find a way. No, 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 Ever. I had 200 points last week. You You haven't scored 200 points all season. First of all, you need to chill out. (laughs) Second of all, who are your running backs again? Uh, That will be Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Jonathan Taylor, and Antonio Gibson. Yeah, let's hear that next week. That's your your unstoppable running back lineup? That is my unstoppable running back lineup. Especially when you pair that with uh, the guys like Mike Williams and uh, DK Metcalf. And uh, yeah. Listen. You, you, you You're going down, things. Carter. Just Listen, just settle down. What's I, our next in, game? In my, in my one in my one league, I have. I don't want. I don't have, care what you have, have in your one Najee league. Harris, it only matters Josh what Jacobs, what you. It only matters. Josh Jacobs stinks. Yeah, Josh Jacobs like, stinks. That's my Josh Jacobs coming off the bench though. I, I got ah, Barkley. I got stinks. Chase Saquon Barkley's up Brown, playing. Saquon Barkley's like the thirtieth best Debo running back in the league Samuel. this year. Thirtieth. Like, oh, I got Debo as well. Yeah, Debo's in the lineup against Debo's off this week, so. You don't have to face him. <laughs> um, I'm trying to actually find where the heck is. Why can't What's I... our next game? Uh, no, no, no. You wanted to talk some fantasy smack. No, let's talk in our next game. No, 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 no. You can't just, just we'll, we'll do. Well, I'll just, I'll, we'll do the talking next week after I thump you. You ain't thumping <laughs> nobody because listen, I got to first, I got to pull up. All right, there we go. Here's our. You've game. already started with the, with the excuses. Listen, I'm just I'm pointing out. It's not excuses. I'm letting you excuses. know. Excuses. Listen. Excuses. You know what excuses are like, Chris. Uh, what are excuses like? Please tell me. I, don't, I have uh, no idea know. where you're going with this. <laughs> this is why I love doing this show. Excuses wait, wait, are like no. Excuses are like noses. Everybody has one. How about uh, that? Okay. I, I thought you were going to say excuses are the tools of incompetence. Lives reason. Lives stuff with reason. Anyways. Uh, hold on. Next Where's game. Overview. No, 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 no. I'm beating you Cle- right now. Arizona at Cleveland. You right now. Don't you? I just, I just had to check the score because I, like, like, I don't know what he's doing. He's talking about. Oh, yeah, you're up 9 right? nothing, and I haven't had anybody 10. play yet. It is 10 nothing. <laughs> so in your face, sir. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back. Let's do get back to the face. <laughs> Rams Arizona at, at Cleveland. No, no. <laughs> Rams at Giants. We all, we're all picking the Rams. Rams. I'm not even giving you time on that. Two and three Chiefs at two and three Washington. I'm picking the Chiefs. Chiefs. They, they have to win that game. They just have to. Are they? How are the? How's Kansas City allowed to be the Chiefs? And Washington can't be what they used to be. I mean, Chiefs aren't a slur. <laughs> the other one. Okay, was. there, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, you can call me Chief, and I'm not like you, doggone racist. Like, I'm not going to say to you, Chief. Like, Chief is like, hey, you, you're you're the head of this tribe. You run, you run this. Like, there's respect there. There's no respect to that that other word. Um. So, uh, the, I, 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 but. I get that there. I do think some of the headdresses need to stop it at, uh, at Arrowhead, though. I'll say that much. Anyways, back to now. Now we get to the game you, you were talking about. This is going to be the four o'clock game. I imagine all the Steelers fans watch five and oh Cardinals at three and two Browns. I'm rocking with the Cardinals. I think the Browns, they've been front runners. Now they got to deal with Kyler Murray. You saw them get diced up by Justin Herbert last week. And now you're facing a defense that can get after the quarterback, that can create some plays. I think the Cardinals handle the Browns and give Baker Mayfield a lot more than he can handle. This is a tough one because Nick Chubb 
and Kareem Hunt have not practiced at all this week. They're dealing with injuries. Uh-oh. But Ch- Chandler Jones is out for the Cardinals, as is Rodney Hudson, their center. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also saw Kyler Murray struggle last week. He's dealing with a shoulder issue uh, on his throwing shoulder. When he saw when that happened last year, uh, down the stretch, he struggled throwing the football. I don't think the Cardinals are a good enough team to get the 6-0. I'm going with the Browns. You're going with the Browns. Okay, Browns at home. Not a bad pick. I mean, again, they're, they're a competitive team. If their run game gets going in this game, it could be tough for the Cardinals. Let's go to AFC West matchup. 3-2 and two Raiders at 3-2 and two Broncos. I think the Raiders have a better roster, but just with all the craziness going around them, I'm going with the Broncos. They're at home, and I just – man, that, that's a lot to have on your, your back dealing with all the John Gruden stuff. Yeah, they're, they're spending the whole week talking about that instead of preparing for the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos. Yeah, same. That's just too tough. Four and one Cowboys and two and three Patriots. I feel like that's another a lock pick right there. I'm going with How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Patriots. Patriots are – people thought the Patriots were going to be good this year. Yeah. I'm I would kept telling – like my partner on, on uh, Steelers Nation Radio, Matt Williamson, kept saying he was much like you on the Bears. He thought that the, <laughs> thought the Patriots were going to be good. I'm like, how did they upgrade? Where did you know? Okay, they added two tight ends. Big whoop. Mac the receivers they added are, Mac are Jones guy. Yeah, it's just it's they're bad. They're a bad football team. They are bad. Four and one Bills at three and two Titans. I'm pretty sure we're both just gonna say Bills. Not even a thought there. This is gonna be a route. Yeah, the Bills are playing some football, man. And the Titans aren't. They're so bad. The Titans are not. Yes. Yeah, like they they. I was I was hoping they would be the one team in the AFC South that would be really interesting to watch. They're just not. They're, they're, they're it's, 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 it's all Derrick Henry all the time. It really is. And, and their defense is still bad. And, like, they, they run him into the – you know, you want to talk yeah. about running the wheels off of somebody. Yeah, Derrick Henry. That's – I'm very interested to see how long he can keep this up at where he's King Henry because he's phenomenal. He's, like there's, there's He's on pace out. to break the carry – the NFL record for carries jeez. by 60. By – jeez. That's insane. And that has that has nothing to do with a 17 game schedule. I mean to say, yeah, by 60, <laughs> you would still need like that's like 30 games per per game. Like you'd still, if you took a one game off there, you'd still be 30 games over the record. Like that's yeah, he could miss two games and still set the record for for carries. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the Titans, they're struggling. Bills are gonna win Monday night. But now it's the Sunday night football where all the Steelers fans will be watching two and three Seahawks at two and three Steelers. Dale, before you give your final score prediction as well as your overall prediction for this game, what do you think is the biggest factor that decides this game? Uh, Can the Steelers keep that offense going? Um, You know, Seattle's defense is allowing 450 yards per game. I expect Seattle having a little extra time to prep for this game to do some some things a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. They haven't blitzed Jamal Adams quite as much. They've been playing a, a kind of a cover two shell with him. Yeah. And that's not his strong point. He's not great in coverage. In fact, he's not even adequate in coverage. Um, So I would expect them to blitz him more. I would expect them to try to run the ball a little bit more to protect the the backup quarterback. Uh, But I get the Steelers winning this one 24-13. 24-13. I'm going 31-17. I think I think the Steelers run game. The, the Seahawks have the second worst rush, rushing defense in the NFL. They have the third worst passing defense in the NFL. I think the Steelers break some big plays in this one. And if Najee Harris gets going this week against a much lesser defense than he did did last week, I, I think you see the Steelers get control in this game. Geno Smith's going to be asked to do some things he's not comfortable doing, and that allows the Steelers secondary that hasn't had a whole lot of 
chances to make a whole lot of big plays this year, they're going to make the big plays in this one. And I think they even get a, a pick six or something like that in this game that allows uh, the Steelers to take control early. So both of us have the Seahawks. So if I remember correctly, our splits are you have the Browns. I have We're not the picking the Monday night game? We did. Bills, but the Bills tight. Oh, that's a Monday night game. Never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that might be when I snooze through. Yeah, it's fine. I think we all will snooze today. We'll watch the first half for Josh Allen to throw five touchdowns, and then we'll just go to sleep. Um, but uh, Cardinals, I have the Cardinals. You have the Browns. Uh, I have the Lions. You have the Bengals. You picked the Lions. Yeah, 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 that's the easiest pick ever. Hey, we both um, picked a winless team this week. We both picked a winless team. We both picked a winless team. <laughs> well, I think your winless team, winless team, they at least have Trevor Lawrence. Like something crazy could happen there. And you're right. Urban Meyer is probably celebrating. He just you're, the cameras aren't on him right now. Um, but uh, but there you go. So there's our three. There's our three games. Dale, thanks for doing this as always. It's a lot of fun. We hope that you had fun listening to us both trade barbs and uh, trade our picks. Uh, we hope that everyone is having a great weekend. We will be keeping you posted. Dale will be at Heinz Field and everyone covering, covering the students. You want to check out what's going on, what we got here on DKPittsburghSports.com. Be sure to do that. And uh, we'll be back in the years next week with more right here on the Lolly Carter Steelers Podcast. Where we're celebrating a big victory by the lollygaggers. Oh.